0: I saw a cartoon in one of the national newspapers in the last few days that really struck me. In the cartoon, there was a couple stood looking up into the sky, and the bloke asks this question, when all this is over, what should change? And then his partner, she simply says, everything. And I think that's a sentiment that we all kind of resonate with, that this time we're in at the moment is not just a difficult, a painful a scary time, it's also a transformational time where everything is changing because what's happening now is huge, isn't it? A tiny microscopic virus has brought the world to its knees and so what do we do with this moment? Where do we go with our uncertainty? What does the future look like? How is this going to change? And I think with these questions, the words that Jesus said that we've just heard can bring us huge amounts of comfort, and I think in three particular ways. The first way that Jesus' words can comfort us is that it reminds us that we're not alone, even if we feel like we are. I don't know if you saw those astonishing pictures in the recent days of the Pope leading prayers in St. Peter's Square in the heart of Rome. Astonishing pictures, because normally there are you know, tens of thousands of people all around him. But there he was, all alone, a solitary figure in this huge square. And some of us at the moment, we are physically alone. Because we're isolating, we are literally on our own. Others of us feel very alone, either because we're alone, even though we're connecting with people and video calls and on the phone, uh, but it doesn't feel the same because we're not with them. Or actually, we might feel alone even though we're surrounded by people. We may be in our families or with our housemates, but we feel alone. And of course, some of us even are alone for the first time because loved ones are in hospital. Or may even have passed away. Jesus' words remind us that we aren't alone. Though, Did you hear what he said? Come to me. He doesn't say, come to my way of living or simply do what I say or, 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 or follow my commands. He says, no, come to me. There's an offer of deep restful, comforting relationship. So for those of us who feel alone, we realize that actually we're not. For the parents who can't cope at the moment, for the husbands and wives who feel alone in their relationships, for the family members who with the normal family tensions feel on their own, for the people who are physically on their own, Jesus says, "Come." To me, I saw this beautiful clip on social media in the last few days. It was of a dad in Saudi Arabia who's a doctor, uh, and and the clip showed him coming home after a day at work, and it was beautiful, but yet so poignant because the, his young child comes bounding up to him as he obviously so often does, and ready to give his dad a big hug. But because his dad has just come back from the hospital, the dad says, "No, no." And it's so powerful because there's beauty, because it's clear that every day they do this. He runs up to his dad and his dad sweeps him in his arms. But because of what's happening in the moment, he can't. And the dad has to say, no, keep your distance, son. I need to wash. I need to change. Jesus' words to us show that we don't get a no with him. He says, come to me. He has wide open arms. All of us who are weary, who are burdened, come and I'll give you rest. So that's the first way his words comfort us. The second way Jesus' words comfort us is that he shows that the rest that he offers is not based on how well we think we've done. I guess that many of us spent quite a lot of time on our phones, looking at different things, on social media and all of that. Uh, One of the great things I read on social media recently was about working from home. It was an article uh, in which the author was talking about home working. And he said these words, you're not working from home, you're at home during a crisis trying to work. And I really resonated with that. And I saw a similar sentiment from a doctor the other day. Uh, We've seen the stunning sacrifices that our NHS staff have made and are making day by day. Their their commitment, they're they're so in the face of it, but doing beautiful things. Uh, But this doctor was simply reflecting on the praise that the NHS staff are being given and the applause that was made the other night. And he was very honest in his social media post when he simply said... I'm scared and I just want to go home. To be honest, I'd rather a bottle of wine than your applause. I don't know about you, during this time, it can be easy to feel that we're not doing well enough, that we haven't got homeworking down, or this whole homeschooling our children has got the better of us or navigating what it means to be at home, or navigating on our own for the first time for a while, or even trying to come to terms with loss and grief. We so often place a burden that we should feel we're doing better, and we go on social media or we see on TV see people who seem to be loving life at the moment. We hear of parents who've got this homeschooling nailed, and it just places a burden on our shoulders. We see people who seem to be living the lockdown dream and just spending hours drinking coffee, reading amazing books. We hear of couples who seem to be using this time in lockdown for wonderful marital bliss. We see of people who are on their own and therefore really enjoying themselves, the peace, the quiet, the ability to change pace. And frankly, some of us see the funny videos that are doing around and we feel a growing pressure of sadness. Jesus' words give us huge comfort. He says this, I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. So when we come to Jesus, we don't find criticism about how well we should be doing. You won't hear you should be doing more. You should be better. In fact, you don't hear shoulds at all. He's gentle, humble in heart. As one church leader said recently, Let's be merciful to each other. We're all trying our best. And so Jesus's rest isn't based on how well we think we're doing. He doesn't just offer us physical rest. He offers rest for our souls. That deep rest, that utter safety, utter security. Come to me, not on the basis of how well you think you're doing. No, just come. His arms are open wide. So that's the second way. So the first way, Jesus offers us rest and basically says, we're not alone. The second reason, Jesus' rest is not based on how well we think we're doing. But there's a third way that Jesus' words are encouraging to us. He offers us rest for the path that is ahead. I don't know if you've heard of the artist, Charlie Makesey, brilliant artist you may have seen his stuff around. He wrote a book that was kind of on the bestseller list last year, the book called the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. Anyway, a few days ago, he posted a beautiful piece of art on his social media stuff. And it was simply of two people hugging, embracing, and it had the words one day. Beautiful. It's a wonderful, comforting picture that in this moment where we're on our own or where we're so isolated or where we can't see our friends or our family or our loved ones, there will be a day that's coming where we will be able to embrace again one day. And I know about you as a church, I long for Reunion Sunday when we can get that chance to all be together again. What a great day that will be. But it's for families that are separated for people on their own because of health, for people who've lost loved ones, for people who are just feeling isolated one day, for those families that are at war with each other, for the partners that this particular moment has brought the old tensions back one day, one day. There's hope in these times even for those who grieve You see, Jesus talks about rest for your souls. And then he says these beautiful words, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A yoke was the thing that was kind of put on oxen's shoulders to keep two oxen going in the same direction as they're plowing a field. And so that one couldn't go off in the wrong direction. It was a way of keeping the the kind of future direction in the same place. And what Jesus is offering here is a lighter future, that the path ahead is certain and safe with him. What he's simply saying is this, in these dark times, there's hope for the future. For those of us who might be devastated with grief at the moment, for those of us terrified for those of us weighed down by burdens that either we're placing on or others are placing on he offers us hope for the future one day my burden is easy light he says and one day we'll feel that embrace not just of those we love and those that we miss but we'll feel the embrace of God himself welcoming us home. That moment reminds us that for too long, many of us in the Western world, we've kind of forgotten our mortality. We've focused on success and status and achieving the dream. And this moment now reminds us that actually we're not in control of our lives, are we? One day our bodies will all fail. And those words of Jesus remind us that even then, we have the opportunity then to come face to face with him. And for those of us who recognize him, who turn to Jesus as our Savior, he has wide open arms. He says, come, come to me. As I close, I heard someone recently say, imagine that day coming face to face with Jesus. And he thought, what would Jesus say? And as he reflected, he heard these words that Jesus might say to us, Come, you've had a difficult journey. You must be tired and dirty. Let me wash your feet. The banquet is ready. One day. And so Jesus today says, Come, come, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Let's pray together. I'm going to pray using some words on the screen. And it's a very simple prayer where we respond and say, Lord, I come to you. You may find it helpful to pray these words out loud wherever you are. Jesus, I come to you for rest and hope still my fears forgive my sin welcome me home grant to me a future full of peace amen